Hey there, I'm Alan Furstenberg. And I'm Mark Tucker, and we are Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. How's your week been going, Mark? Oh, it's it's been good. It's been a, a fun week. Uh, you know, sometimes you have weeks where, where things don't seem to click and kind of it's, it's, it's slow and you've spent a lot of time debugging things. And, <laughs> and this week seems to be one of those um, kind of breaking free into the, uh, into the clearing and some things are starting to click, finding alternate solutions to some things. And um, so, yeah, so it's a pretty good week today. The, the, one of those coding weeks where, yeah, you have problems, but you're in the groove and you can solve the problems. Yeah, and I actually yeah. have done quite a bit of unit testing. Um, got my code coverage up to above seventy percent on on stuff. Um, I was I was trying to work around some different issues, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and and write some unit tests, and very happy that I have. Very good, very good. Have you recovered from Alexa Live yet? Yeah, for the most part, there's a lot going on. I, I loved our conversation last week. I haven't had a chance to dive in deep onto anything. There's a number of the the different previews that I want to sign up for. Um, so, yeah, there's lots a lot that I would like to to get involved with in as um, as early as possible. <laughs> yep, I hear you. So, but speaking of early as possible, you know, one of the things that was announced just before Alexa Live, right? was they also announced 10 new Alexa champions. Yes, the class of 2021. So, and uh, I know you're an Alexa champion. Yep. And I am a Google developer expert, a GDE for the assistant. Right. And I don't know, maybe let's let's talk a little bit about what, what Alexa champions are, what GDEs are, how they're similar and different, and you know what, what these two programs mean for us as developers and... Um, and for other developers out there. Yeah. So I, I'm also a Bixby Premier developer. So we'll th throw that into the mix um, of things as well. Um, but yeah, what does that mean? So like, um, as far as Alexa champion, um, I started doing Alexa stuff in 2016 and was selected as Alexa champion in 2017 in the second class uh, of champions. So I think by that time there were 24 uh, champions and um, and actually, we had we had an event today with the uh, the um, the VoiceCon today that was on Clubhouse, where mm -hmm. they had a number of Alexa champions. Uh, if you're in the West Coast U.S., then it was uh, 9 a.m. time slot, but it was all over uh, different uh, different parts of the world. And I got to hang out with. Uh, Heather, who is a newer champion, not one of the newest ones, but, and then Amy, who was, who, um, well, I think was, was part of the first class, if not the second class with me, but uh, it's just always fun to, to, to hang out and, you know, get to learn from them. Now, so what, uh, what are the champions? I mean, you know, what, what do you, what do you do? How do you get recognized? What, what is the point <laughs> of the... So it's probably very similar to uh, GDE is that uh, Amazon, uh, in the case of champions, uh, recognizes people that have been doing things in the community. I think it started out uh, primarily as developers that were doing things, um, but definitely have branched out to include designers and, and others that are in the voice space. Um, but they're looking for people that um, use Alexa, that uh, promote Alexa, uh, whether it's in their communities, on social media, 
Um, and and the, the process of, of getting selected as a champion is a little bit mysterious. <laughs> um, so I, I think in the end, the, like the, the two main requirements is that you need to be nominated by somebody from Amazon. Um, and, and then there's a process that they go through and they select some people. So that's, I think those are the two, two parts. I don't really have uh, insights. I think I was selected because I was early on and I was doing, uh, I set up the Phoenix Alexa meetup and I was speaking at conferences and um, just had some momentum. It's probably mm -hmm. a little bit different now. Um, some cases in the past uh, as champions, we've been asked to not necessarily nominate, but uh, maybe recommend or uh, give a shout out to a peop some people that maybe Amazon uh, should take a look at. Um, but I don't really have any you know, deep insight into why some people are selected as champions and why others aren't. And there's probably a lot more qualified um, to be out there that, that are actually selected. Um, so, so what, yeah, what about your process for GD? What's, what types, what, I guess, how does that work? So GDEs are similar in some ways, but um, there are also some, some major differences in a lot of, you know, the first is that GDEs are for uh, developer products across all of Google. Okay. So there are GDEs for Android, there are GDEs for Google web technologies, there are GDEs for Google Maps, GDEs for Flutter and Dart, um, there used to be GDEs for the YouTube APIs. There used to be GDEs for Google Glass and Google Plus. Um, and there are GDEs for the Google Assistant. Um, and you can be a GDE in more than one category. So I am a GDE for five or six right now, for example. Okay. And uh, in some ways, similarly, we also just announce, you know, usually GDE announcements are, are rolling over time as new ones uh, get accepted. Um, two GDEs that I work closely with, uh, Amanda Cavallaro and Eliza Camber, who are assistant GDEs, also were just named as, let me see if I get this right, and I probably won't, Machine Learning Cloud Conversational AI GDEs which is to say they, they specialize in dialogue flow. Okay. So that's separate from assistant GDEs because dialogue flow is a very separate product now. Um, but they are, they have a lot of experience in working with dialogue flow and helping people use dialogue flow in, in different ways. So they are now dual GDEs for assistant and dialogue flow basically. Um, and this, the fact that you can be a GDE in multiple categories and the fact that there are GDEs in multiple categories is useful in a lot of ways because we, we occasionally meet, well, we used to occasionally meet, um, and you see a lot of cross-pollination. So there's a lot of you know, talking to people that you've talked to over the years and discussing what you've done. And someone will talk about how they're doing something new with cloud. And you say, you know, I could use that. How do you do that? What is, you know? or I'll be talking about assistant and someone will say, well, you mean I can actually do that and I know how? So that kind of cross-pollination is really, really good amongst the GDEs themselves. Um, we have mostly a developer focus. The, the name is Google Developer Expert. Right. Although many of the developers for the assistant are actually also really designers. They're conversation designers 
more than they are developers, but they're also developers. Um, what we don't have is, I, I always got the feeling that a lot of the Alexa champions are also product advocates for lack of a better term. You know, it's, you know, here are new and innovative ways that you can use Alexa. And they're the ones that are out there championing in that as well. And that's definitely not something you see from the GDEs. We're yeah, so yeah, I, I, um, like one of the um, first champions that I met was um, Andrea and she was all about smart home. She wasn't a developer, but she, she knew a lot about how to set up your smart home on Alexa. Um, uh, you see that with uh, you know, Catherine Prescott with uh, uh, Voice Brew um, newsletter about how to how to use Alexa. So those are things that uh, are um, you know that are different than a typical developer or designer role. But it's just different variations on the theme. But uh, and on, on on Samsung, as far as the Bixby uh, Premier Developer, once again it has a developer in the name, um, and and there's just a, a, a few of us. Um, and that was something that uh, I got involved with a couple of years ago. Um, Roger Kibbe and, and others had let me know about the program and, and started making capsules and learning about how to, to do, you know, specifically development in, on Bixby. And I was trying to figure out how to do cross-platform across all three of the major platforms. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. The, so the other question was also, how, how does one become a GDE? You talked a little bit about the, the mystery about how to become an Alexa yeah, yeah. champion. Mm -hmm. The process for becoming a GDE is actually extremely well-documented these days. Um, when I joined the GDE program, and I joined the GDE program now, uh, I guess about nine years ago, coming up on nine years. All right. Um, it was a lot less formal. It was people inside Google recognized that you were out there helping the community, helping the developer community specifically. Um, and invited you into the program. Nowadays, there is a review process that starts with reviewing, that starts with a nomination. And usually that means nominating you to, uh, through a Google developer group. There are a number of, of these user groups around the world. Um, nominating you to the, the program, uh, mostly based on what you've contributed to the community already. There's a review of what you've contributed. So, you know, somebody who's made a blog post, we'd like to see more. Somebody who, you know, posts a podcast every week talking about Google technology, that's more what they're looking for. They're looking for people that show knowledge in a subject and the ability to communicate that to others and help others with it. Um, once you get past that review, then there is an interview with an existing GDE in the field. Um, I've also always avoided that in the past because most of the GDE topics that I'm currently part of, I was the first GDE for them. Um, <laughs> so there was no other GDE to interview me. Once you get past the interview with another GDE, you're interviewed by a Googler in the developer relations team for that program area. And once they sign off on it, you're, there's a, a formal review by legal to make sure they're allowed to actually bring you into the program and you're brought into the program. All right. Now, how much did your uh, work on uh, Stack Overflow play into becoming a GDE? It probably, well, that, that's, 
that's kind of a twisted question. So um, it probably influenced a great deal of me becoming a GDE for glass, because that's about when I first started doing a lot of work on Stack Overflow. Was as a GDE for Google Plus, I started answering Google Plus questions. And when Glass came on board, I started answering Glass questions. And that got the attention of the Glass developer relations team who reached out to me and said, we see you're answering a lot of questions. You're already a GDE. Would you like to be a GDE for Glass too? And that was an easy yes on both sides. Um, How I became a GDE for the assistant is a long convoluted route which did not actually have much to do with Stack Overflow at the time. It, it had to do with the person in developer relations who I was currently working with as a wearables GDE moved over to the assistant team. And I kind of moved along with them to the assistant team before there was a way to develop for the assistant. So okay. I, I became a, an assistant GDE before you could develop for it. Once again, kind of creating the... Creating the, the position, right. <laughs> um, and then as part of that, I had, as, as we have a, an annual GDE conference where uh, Google will, will often talk to us about what's going on in various sessions. And one of the sessions they had a few years back, right after the system was released, was... Uh, kind of a developer, uh, an early preview for what developing for it would be like. And I was hooked. I, you know, yeah. I attended that and, and there was no turning back for me. So yeah, me becoming a, an assistant GDE was directly because I was already a GDE and they sold me on it right up yeah. front. And then since I was playing with it right up front, I was able to answer questions for others right out of the gate. Yeah, it sounds like for, for both uh, Alexia Champions and, and, and GD that the process has, has evolved over the years and you know, kind of what uh, got us in is different than what would, would you know, the, the path that you would take today. I, I assume in most cases, you know, it, it starts out very informally and becomes a little more formalized as you start running into, in some cases, problems. You know, when you get people who think that these programs are the reason for being or the reason for doing something. You know, one one of the things I like to say is very rarely do people become GDEs. They're already GDEs and they're discovered. Yeah, They're they're already the experts in the field. They're already sharing their knowledge with others. And at some point by doing that, someone will reach out to them and say, have you ever thought about being a GDE? And that's, that's really where most of the GDEs come from. And now there are over 900 GDEs, I believe. Wow. But again, you know, this is covering everything from yep. Android to machine learning with TensorFlow. I mean, it's, it's all over the place. Right. But yeah, we, you know, I like to believe and that, that mostly... It's people who are already doing great work that become part of the program. And it sounds like that's actually very similar to the champions. Yeah. 
it's kind of you you get out of it what you put into it you know there's been some people that that, that have been champions and and um and then not that there's like a formal renew process on a yearly basis, but you know, some people have decided that they're not, you know, don't want to be champions anymore. Or they, they're, you know, they're, they're not as excited about voices they thought they were at one point or, um, or their focus has changed. So, you know, they yep. may still be excited, but they're, they don't have the time commitment or whatever. Yep. yep. Or they're, you could become employees to a competitor and, uh, <laughs> Um, that, that's definitely happened. Uh, one of the GDEs that, um, I was, I was very good friends with for a time is now the head of developer relations at Amazon. Um, <laughs> and I so, know Alexa champion that was around when I started that, uh, it works for, works for Google uh, now. Yes. For Google. Yeah. So, so it's just, it's the way that it goes. Yeah. Um, uh, there, there actually is a formal review process for uh, GDEs every year. One of the things that we're expected to do is not just do the, do various things for the community, but also document what we've done for the right. community. And if we're not, I won't say if we're not doing enough, it's more like if we're not doing anything, then Google will gently reach out and say, why do you want to be a GDE if you're not doing anything? Yeah. You know, it, it's more of a, is this really what you want to do? Is this really the right thing for you? Are we helping each other here? And if the answer is no, then, then people leave on usually on good terms. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's, there's been a number of people that have been in charge of the, um, the champions program over the years. Um, it seems like it's, uh, I'm not sure if it's ever been somebody's full-time job to be uh, doing stuff with the, the champions. It's usually part of, um, you know, developer relations or evangelists or something. Um, and there's been times where we've, uh, you know, documented more kind of like, what, what have you done over the last year um, in the area of promoting uh, Alexa or helping people out with the, uh, with questions or whatnot. And that's that, you know, I've done that other years, it's been uh, less formal than that. So. Yeah, no, the, there uh, now I think actually there are at least two full-time Googlers who are in charge of the, the broad community relation right. programs. So that that's the GDEs, the GDGs, women tech makers. Um, there's at least one more Launchpad. Wow. Uh, all of that falls under the same the same group. Okay. So there's at least two full-time Googlers on the worldwide level, plus regional leads in, in the different regions that work on it. Um, plus in each program area, there's usually somebody who's the liaison to the GDEs. Yeah, it sounds like with that many more you know, GDEs, then there's, there's more structure that's happened and it's been around for a longer yeah. too. Yeah. So I guess, so, so, one of the questions that inevitably I always get asked is, right. so what do they give you as a GDE? <laughs> so I'm going to turn that around. You know, what do you, what do you get as both a champion as a, and as a premier developer? And then I'll answer it for GDEs as well. All right. So um, as a, as a Bixby uh, premier developer, I did get um, like, like a welcome kit that had a number of different things, uh, you know, fun things like, uh, I think there were socks and stickers and uh, 
a Samsung phone. Um, well, that's a nice. Uh, yeah, it's, it was an it was an older model. I think it was like one or or you know two versions back, uh, maybe. Um, there were you know, and there were some stipulations. You needed to you know develop uh, some capsules and stuff and kind of prove that you you know earned it. Um, we're using but, this phone for some reason. Yeah, and so um, so that 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 wasn't really you know that that much. Um, to do as far as, um, you know, from time to time, I think I've gotten a free dot or something from, from Alexa, not a lot on the device side of things. Uh, you know, there's not, they're not handing out devices left and right. Um, I've purchased my own devices. Um, um, but the opportunities sometimes we've had like, uh, representatives from some of the different teams working on different features for Alexa coming in and talk to, uh, uh, the group of, uh, of Alexa champions, uh, some, some sort of a, you know, a webinar um, to talk about what the features, answer, ask questions, opportunities to, to be involved in, you know, preview stuff or, you know, even pre-preview, <laughs> like, hey, I've got this idea about such and such, what's your input? So uh, in some cases, uh, you know, in a way, um, I, that's that's me helping them as far as mm. giving feedback, but it also helps me to kind of see where their head at is at on, on different features and and you know kind of get a few uh, good feature requests in <laughs> on the early stage. Not not that it necessarily you know has always turned to fruition, but um, but it's yeah that's that's kind of what I've got opportunities has been more just uh, on the recognition side, um, opening up doors on some different things. Um, you know, I've, uh, I've started speaking at conferences, I think partly because I was an Alexa uh, champion, partly because I wanted to, and partly because, you know, I, I, I guess that I was, and that, I, I think that helped both, uh, both scenarios, um, uh, both parties to the situation. And, uh, but it's, it's more just, you know, what you put into it. Um, I, there, there's not a lot, um, you know, no, I, get, I, I feel like a couple of years back, the champions were invited to a live stream of something that, there that was. nobody else could see. That, that we were just getting like live tweets. Yeah, there was. It was what was, was it last year or the year before? There was some. There was some event, and I didn't realize that that was the case. I was just like, and then you, what did you guys think about it? Like, we're not seeing this, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that it was. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was an interesting one. Um, I think similarly, we're invited to, uh, you know, broadly speaking, we're invited to events. So we can usually get into things like IO without having to, to go through the lottery system. There's an annual conference that the GTEs are invited to every right. year, um, where we meet not just our program teams, but can meet other program teams uh, and talk to the, the people in charge of the GDEs. And most importantly, talk to other GDEs. You know, yep. that's, that's really our chance to, to network with our peers. Um, and then depending on the program area, there may be, you know, monthly touch base meetings to find out what people are doing or, you know, to kind of give an idea on where uh, the program area is going or new things to, again, in the same sort of way, you know, uh, alpha or pre-alpha yeah. or... We're thinking about this. What do you guys think? Type sessions. Um, so there can be a lot of that. Um, one of the other things that 
has been helpful in the past is that for, for some conferences, Google will also help pay travel expenses to the conferences and where, where we're speaking at them. And that can be really useful yeah. for, especially for uh, younger GDEs who are not, you know, big people in their companies or not running their own companies and are just yeah. trying to get out there and get speaking. This is a great opportunity to get some of them at some fairly decent conferences. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great feature that Google has offered in the past. Yeah, that, that is nice. Um, Cause sometimes it's just, you know, the, the cost of the conference and the travel are the, you know, the two big things and, well, and then hotel, but uh, but that helps if you if you get some of those things paid for. Yeah. So there there are certainly there are certainly nice things that come from being a GDE, but again, it's um, it's because we're already doing the work, and Google wants yeah. to help us do that work. All right, I've got a question for you. Do you? I guess. Do you feel like? somebody would need to be a GDE or a champion or some way. Do you think by not being one of those that it, that it stops them in any way or hinders their growth in? No, not at all. You know, like, I think, like I said, you know, it's, um, most GDEs are discovered. There are people that already have a passion for a particular field and have, have, you know, dove into it and are helping the community in that field already. And I think what I see for a lot of, a lot of GDEs, for example, are already working with local groups and are already getting, you know, some help from those local groups, either by exposure or in feedback. The impression I get is a lot of champions have also, you know, organized local Alexa user groups or whatever. So these are people who are already great community organizers um, who are already good at, you know, connecting with people and networking and getting their message out. And the champions and the GDEs are helping them do it easier and better. Right. Part of why I, I, I hesitate on that. Part of that is that the name, the name yeah. Google developer expert, has always had some issues with it because there are people out there who are far better in their field and are not GDEs. And it's not that they don't know the material. It's not they aren't excellent at using it. It's that they may not be the best at communicating that. Mm. And that's the difference between a GDE and an expert. That's interesting. Yeah. So, you know. And, And to be clear, I've, you know, they're still fantastic people. Many of them are people that I know and have worked with and have talked with and they know the material. I, I do think there is some aspect of um, like uh, community, of uh, communication, uh, social. I think there is a, a, a component in each of these programs that, that do deal with that. Um, you know, if, I don't know that that's, or like how big of a part that that plays, but I do uh, seem to see that uh, 
different people that are Alexa champions have either done something in the community or created tools that the community uses. Or I think, you know, it's not just that having a, like a prize winning skill or something like that is right, the, exactly. the thing that's going to get you there. So I don't know, I guess overall, maybe my advice would be just do, do what you do. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't worry about title, no title. You know, are you in the program or are you not in the program? Just, if you're interested in doing uh, meetups and community things, do that. If you're interested in, in um, digging deep into the technology and like uh, uncovering every rock and seeing what's underneath there, then do that. And if that's uh, something that you put out on a blog post or something on GitHub, but just do what you want to do um, and uh, just help the community grow um, overall. Well, I, and I think, in that sense, you know, I think help the community grow, but also help the, the field grow. Yep. You know, if what you're out there to do is to build some great skill or action, build that skill or action, prove to everyone else that it can do things that they said it couldn't do. Right. And if your goal is to be out there and make some money, be out there and make some money. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. You know, if, if, if that's your focus, then focus on that and do it and, you know, be the best that you can do with that. And if as part of that, you want to, you know, work with the community, then do that too. You know, I, yeah. I think there's a lot of roles that we have here. I think overall, it's just, you know, we're all working to do something great. Let's respect each other in, in what we can do to make it, a great industry. Yeah. So I really enjoy the, the voice community. It seems to be uh, some of the friendliest people that I've hung around with um, these last five years have just been, been awesome and you know, meeting different people and different conferences that I've been able to, uh, to, to go to. And everybody seems to be so supportive on social media as well. Um, I, I hope that continues. I, I just really like the way that it is. And, and if for some reason you're not feeling like you're uh, being recognized uh, or, um, or you want you know, to be noticed a little bit more, just reach out. We're, we're happy to, to take a look at what you're doing. We're excited about you know, what you're learning and I'm sure we'll learn something from you as well. No, definitely, I'd, I'd agree. You know, and if your goal is to be a champion or a GDE or a premier developer, or a Microsoft MVP, or any one of the, the many other recognition programs that are out there, you know, we're always happy to talk about A, why do you want that? And B, work with you about finding the, the best route for you to get there. Yeah. The best route for you to help our communities. Yeah, we're definitely open to, to talking and, and figuring out what we can do. Um, to just, even if nothing else, just encouragement to just keep going. Don't worry about it so much and um, just, you know, keep doing your thing. Find, find the thing that is right for you. Yeah. You know, champions, GDEs aren't necessarily the right thing for you. Maybe they are, but find, find your niche, find your passion, find what you want to do and do it. Yeah. And enjoy doing it more than most of all. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I very much like um, the stuff that I'm doing. This has been uh, 
some of the most fun that I've had in my whole career has just yeah. been these last few years doing voice technology. No, I would definitely agree with you there. So, well, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the new class of Alexa champions. Um, so, I'm going to, uh, so Alexander, Ashish, Jiung, Joao, Jody, Catherine, Micah, Steve, Sunit, and Xavier. Um, so we're just, uh, congratulations. Welcome to the, the champions. Um, and just a bigger welcome to everybody that's in the voice community. I'm glad you're here. Uh, thanks for being here and thanks for contributing. Yep, I agree. Thank you. Uh, and we hope that you contribute some more and chat with us and join us next time on Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Take care, everyone. Yep, take care. See you later, Alan. You as well, Mark.